Hi guys. I have something to tell you. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, our friend here, Nafi, me, is a blonde. Naturally. <laughs> I don't know about that, but Nafi is a blonde and she's really killing it. I just want her to talk about it, talk about the process, talk about bleaching the nuts, talk about being a baddie right here because Nafi is a blonde. Black Barbie. Black Ariana Grande. Like, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Let's talk about it. Let's get oh into my it. gosh, y'all. My friend is so extra. But yes, <laughs> I am partially blonde, partially very brown haired right now um and i do actually look like a baddie mm-hmm. i mean i look like a baddie before but i want y'all this to know that level. i want y'all to know that the baddie has like elevated a little bit exactly. yeah so i definitely do like a bar do look like a barbie doll i look like the baddest bitty i look like the baddest <laughs> bitty times three i'm really just that cute and that girl and y'all should all follow me on instagram at we love fifi underscore to see my blonde hair um, she's talking about bleach knots and all that. I have this thing, y'all. I did not bleach any knots. I have this spray. It's like a tint. So I got it in my shade or something close to it. And you just spray, 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 spray. Blow dry a little bit. Spray, 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 spray. Blow dry a little bit. So it's like it's nice and dried and brown on the lace. And it will tint that John. Let me tell y'all, this hair looks like it's coming from Nafi's scalp. Like, when they say what lace, we're actually asking Nafi. Seriously, Nafi. What lace? Like, it's we're growing, not kidding. It's growing from my scalp. Like, I don't know what you're talking it's, about. It's a natural blonde. Period. So, you know. But, um, yeah. I'm blonde, y'all. And that's what I did. Also, if you want to see my curly fro, you can follow me at Ifwa on Instagram. Because <laughs> the fro is curling. And it looks good. <laughs> yes. That's that on that period. Hello, I'm Bridget. And I'm Nafi. And this is Through Thick and Thin. And today we're talking about our art. We're diving deeper into what we do on the day to day, what makes us uh, you know, a public figure, uh, <laughs> a creative. We're diving deep. I hate both those words. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Especially creative. I, I'm, not, I'm hate, a creative. I hate, I hate public figure a little bit more. I hate creative a lot more. <laughs> if you, ugh. Nah, no. I no public figure does something to me. Like I've never I, even heard anyone say I, that. Instagram bios, public figure. Okay, well that's different. For me to say I'm a creative to actually come out of my mouth, I'm literally not talking to. You. I don't care what you do. You could actually like be creative, like the verb. But if you use it as a noun, creative. oh no. No, but today we are diving deep into our arts and the things that we do. I'm going to talk more about my music and the process of that. And Nafi's going to talk about her writing. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about your art, your creativeness. My creativity <laughs> by being of being a creative. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Anyways, stop saying that now. Anyways, so how did you get started? Why did you get started? When did you get started? Ooh. Give me all the beginning details. Okay. So, um, growing up, I had a really, really, really bad stutter. Like, I could not get a sentence out without stuttering or, like, without, like, tripping over my words. And it was a really, really big struggle for me. And I realized at... I think it was in preschool. I realized that like in church when I would sing, like, and not like in the choir or anything, just in the congregation in church when I would sing, the fact that I didn't stutter when I sang. Ooh. So yeah, 
somehow it didn't, yeah, I didn't stutter when I sang. So I realized that in preschool, so I started like singing during class and like the teacher would just be like, um, you know, this is like class, right? Like, can you stop singing? Like, this is literally the middle of class. Mm -hmm. Like I would get in trouble for it all the time. Like she would tell my mom, my parents would get upset. Long story short. Um, yeah. So by this, by this time I'm realizing that I really, really do like this. I just don't know if I'm like actually good yet. So I'm starting to like just pick up the, I'm starting to pick up the like and the want to like actually do music and like sing and stuff like that. So I keep on singing and then I, yeah, I keep on singing. So as I've gotten older and gotten more acclimated with my, with myself overall and what I want out of life and what I want out of music, I still definitely want to be in the music industry. I know that somehow, some way, I want to be doing music, making money off of it and living well and helping other artists while also being my own artist. Um, yes, so I would say that that's my biggest dream overall to have music support me and sustain me. And I would say the biggest struggle and the biggest barrier to that I think is not, it's no longer about like, and yes, you can always get better, but it's no longer about like, okay, like how do I firstly put myself in the right place to do that? It's more about how do I get the exposure that I need to actually be able to work for others and make money off of music and like actually monetize what I do in a better way. So that is my struggle and I, that will continue to be my struggle until I make it big. And then you guys will know this name, if what, and that's it. So Georgette. <laughs> I feel like, I know, I was going to say, every, every time I s ask you a question, I say, so Georgette, but I like it, and I don't think it should change. You're right. Yeah, I know. Anyways. So Georgette. <laughs> okay, that's enough. It's better when I say it. Mm -hmm. um, is there a project that really speaks to your art, something you want to highlight today? Yeah. I ask knowing the answer. <laughs> Well, I feel like, you know, as a four, who would I be if I had a podcast and I didn't talk about what I had a podcast, which the episode was about huh? my art. The podcast where the episode was about my art. Yes. And I didn't talk about the story of a four. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So this is actually a little bit of a long story, but it's a good one. Yeah, it's a long story, y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all hang tight. Buckle up. So, okay. Um, all right. So I told you guys that to this point, I had really big struggles in terms of actually writing music. Like at this point, I knew that like at least other people thought that I can sing, but I just really, and I was singing in churches, I was singing in church and churches by this point. I was doing performances. I was doing a lot of covers. And every time I would do these performances and stuff like that, I remember one specific time, like people just kept asking me, like, do you have your own music? Do you have your own music? And I was just like, no, they're like, we can help you. Da, 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 da. But I just wasn't confident enough in myself to firstly do it. And then confident in myself enough in my writing abilities. Cause I was, yeah, I had no way to do that really. And I felt like I had nothing to talk about. So in the year 2018, y'all already know that year done wrecked my life. It was a really, really rough year. Um, so after that, I was like, I was just in a really, really sad place. And I was like, I need to get this out in some way. 
And like, what better way to do that than with music? But I was struggling to like still put those thoughts on paper. So I remember like my friends knew what I was going through. So they were like, um, can you like come out to the beach with us today? And I was just like, no, I don't want to go. Da, 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 da. But they forced me to go. It was 4th of July. And I didn't want to celebrate 4th of July because all the crazy stuff that had happened. So they're like, can you? And now I don't celebrate it for other reasons. Oh, but well. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, can you come with us, please? I was like, okay, please, I'll come. April, please. Basically. And I was like, okay, I'll come. I was not one of those friends, just so y'all know. Yeah, this was not Nafi's time yet. It's hmm. coming, though. It's coming. Okay. Wait, pause. I didn't know you then? You know, we knew, but we didn't know. Well, yeah, you yeah. Did, we didn't know. We didn't know. Sorry. Anyways. It's okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they're like, can you please come to the beach with us? I'm like, okay, but mind you guys, I do not like sand. Mm-mm. I have never liked sand. Just the places that sand goes. It's just not for me. And we'll leave it at that. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so... I got to the beach and I was like, yeah, I'm really not feeling this. Like, you guys can go to the beach, but, like, I'm not, I'm just really not feeling this. I'm going to sit in this cafe. And I had brought a book with me. God's timing, because I don't know why I brought that book with me. But I had brought a book with me. So I sat in that um, empty, like, notebook. I sat in that cafe for maybe about four or five hours. My friends checked on me every couple of hours just to make sure I was good. But they were having a good time on the beach. In the sand. In the sand, yeah. And I wasn't having it. So I'm sitting here in this cafe and I'm like, I gotta make something shake. Like I have this book that, yeah, I have this book. I have, I have things that I've been through now. I have a story to tell. So like, what am I about to say? So I'm just sitting there in this cafe and I, I prayed about it. I'm like, God, please give me something. Like give me like, I, I just know that. Yeah. Give me something. So maybe uh, about an hour later, about an hour later, I'm just playing around with melodies in my head, and then I remembered that like I had I had dabbled in this song called "Follow My Dreams," and I wrote the first part of it. But I thought the song was like so horrid that I was like, maybe today is maybe I'll start with rewriting a song. So I opened up the book, wrote down the original words to the song, was singing it out. I got some new melodies in my head. I was like, wow, that's cool. So I changed, I changed a good amount of the words and I'm like, this is a really good song now. Like I should actually do something with this. And it would technically have been the first song that I wrote. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me do something with this. So I just had it in my book on top, but this gave me the confidence to keep writing. That day I wrote three of the four songs on my EP. Like, I don't know how that happened, but knocked I did. Them out. I knocked them out right there in that place. That was a different struggle. So my friends come, we leave this, we leave this beach. Now I have three songs in my book. I have, um, I have the recordings in my phone. I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, about two weeks later, I left it, left it at that. Didn't touch it again. About two weeks later, I left to New York to go visit my aunt. I visited my aunt. Trip was good or whatever. Well, I came back and (laughs) on this bus, on the way back from New York, I saw one of my friends from UD. And I'm just like, UD? Y'all repping out of New York? So I, <laughs> I literally looked over and I was like, friend? I can't say her name. I was like, friend? She was like, friend? Well, I'm Georgette. But she was like, friend? And so I got up and I sat next to her. 
we talked the whole bus ride. I'm talking about my goals. I'm talking about things that I want to accomplish, things that I want to finish. She's talking about her goals. She's like egging me on. She's like, yes, girl, you got to do this music thing. Da, 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 da. I sang her one of the songs. She's like, I really got to help you find somebody. I was like, well, if you can find somebody, let me know. Because I'm, at this point, I'm trying to find people to, like, to produce the music, people to like help me just put music out there. So she's like, I got you. I'll look for somebody for you. Well, we left that alone for about three, four weeks, and then we went to school that fourth week. When we got to school, I saw the friend again, and I'm like, hey, have you found anybody? She's like, no, but I've been hearing that there's this guy on campus, see Script, who, who makes music, but, um, yeah, who makes music, but I, I'll check to see if he wants to, like, if he's interested in working with new artists and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, da, da, da. like, you can, you can play him, I sent her the, the draft, I'm like, you can play it for him if you need to. Well, nothing happened with that for about like maybe another month. One day I was in the school studio just working on the music, trying to see if I could find some YouTube beats for it. And um, yeah, and she walked in and she was like, hey, how are you? Well, T-Script's right here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> he's right here. And she- And up to something. <laughs> yes, and up to something. So she invites him in the room, and then I'm like, okay, can I play something for you? Well, I played him the recording. He's like, oh, yeah, we could definitely do something with this. And the rest was history. Like, we we started working on melodies together. We met up, we met up like, twice, and we, we, like, plucked out the chords on the piano. I told him the progressions that I needed. He cooked it all up. He was up to something. And, <laughs> and he, it took, like, maybe, it was, like, a four- to five-month process in terms of, like, recording stuff um yeah recording stuff making cover art um getting the beats together just all the whole process of making the ep was a four to five month process but it taught me so much um it really brought things full circle for me as an artist it was a great start for me in terms of like it made me more confident in terms of actually putting out music because after that i put out the first single from it which was called wake up and the response that I got, ooh, like to this day, it oh makes me Lord. really, really emotional how that response to that got. Because it, for me, it was like a big affirmation that like, I can do this. I can do this well. I may not be too good with a pen yet, but someday I'm going to be good with the pen. So I just was working at it, working at it, working at it. And yeah, this is the if that you guys know. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I knew you were coming to an end. How did you go about putting it out? Like... Okay. Like, like, I need more info in case I'm trying to be an artist for real or something. <laughs> so, about putting it out, you mean, like, on streaming platforms and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. So, I had a lot of, like, friends in the music in the music department in terms of, like, the school music department. Like, uh, oh, okay. Like, the We Are Music majors. And Why'd she say it like that? <laughs> like, she wasn't a music minor. <laughs> but they're, like, so, like, We Are Music majors. So, I had friends like that. And a lot of, they would come at SoundCloud rappers, like come at them. I was like, I can't do it. I can't let them down like this. I can't be a SoundCloud singer or whatever it's called. So I was like, I got to figure out a way to put it on all things. Well, thankfully, Tolu knew a lot about that. And he helped me with that process in terms of like creating a DistroKid account and then like then putting the music on all streaming platforms through then. It wasn't a cheap process, but it was a process. And he just, he taught me a lot in all about like how to put out music how to market 
Um, I did my own research too, but I think overall that process, it taught me a lot about how to go about things now. I definitely did come across some bumps, made some mistakes in terms of promotion, but I think I'm definitely getting better overall. And it's just up from here. Side note. <laughs> okay, side note. I'm in the wake up video, just so y'all know. <laughs> she is, actually. Um, That's all. Yeah. You guys should go take a gander. Actually, you know, oh now, that, now that we're here. Oh, gosh. We're not here. Shameless plug, okay? Go listen to me on all streaming platforms. That's E-F-U-A on all streaming platforms. I mean, I don't think you'll be disappointed, but if you're disappointed, keep it to yourself. Yeah, don't share that. <laughs> Nafi, what broke the ice for you in terms of your writing, in terms of your creativity, in terms of your artistry, in terms of your state of being a creative? Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is worse than the first one. It's the last time I'm saying it, wink, wink. Yeah, anyways, um, honestly, for as long as I can remember, I've always had like just a bunch of books and journals because I always liked to read and write. Like I remember, oh my gosh, <laughs> I remember being in like, I don't know, maybe like third grade and like getting my friends to read my little stories on the bus and they would all love them so much and be like, you need to be an author. And I'd be like, you write, you write. <laughs> So I, I would always try to write. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just a creative being, you know? Like, it's like, not. Nah. <laughs> like, I don't really know where these things would come from, but I just always felt the need to, like, be writing, like, stories. So I would do that, but I would never finish anything. Like, anything. I would mm-hmm. write things, and i get right to the, to the nitty-gritty of the greatness of the, what is the top, the climax? The peak. The, the peak. climax. And then just like, yep, I got Epitome. I got something else to say, so I'm gonna like go somewhere else. So, yeah, that was pretty interesting. But um, I guess that's how I got started. Like nothing really. Like I don't remember anything, s- like forcing that or yeah. anything. I just always felt the need to like be in an imaginative place. I guess. As of now, what are your wants, your dreams for this? Pause. I'm not there yet. So I remember being of a certain age. I don't know what age, but of a certain age and really being like, wow, like I really feel like I can do this as far as a career. I really do like writing. And I remember telling my mom and my dad and I remember my mom kind of being like, eh, what kind of career is that <laughs> like is not gonna like pay the bills or anything in their mind so I do remember getting discouraged with that so I didn't really write for like a good amount of time in the same way that I was before as far as like novels or fiction and things like that but I remember I watched the show and I thought it was the greatest show of all time it was on uh it was not on Netflix I don't think Netflix was a thing back then I think it was on YouTube like some youtube channel style hall i don't think it's even a thing anymore but i watched that show and i was like uh-uh like i can do something like this in like novel form so i remember that was the time where i really was like i'm gonna like jumpstart this thing all over again maybe not so much as a career but more of a hobby mm-hmm. so um i really sat down made a whole like outline of a story that i really wanted to tell and i started writing that about (laughs) five six years ago and i have a lot of chapters done side note i don't know if i told you but i found my chapters that i lost it's lit 
Yeah. Y'all we about to get a book. LOL. So I found them. So I've just been adding to it here and there. And eventually, y'all gonna get that. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna get that. Nafi. Georgette. Nafi? No. <laughs> Is there a project, wink, wink, mm-hmm. that you feel like you want to talk about during this episode? Like, what makes you a creative? She lied, y'all. <laughs> you said it was the last time and you lied. I want you to remember that. Anyways, there actually is a project, something I completed with the help of a great friend. Georgette had friends in her story. I have friends in my story. Um, <laughs> the friends might not be the same. But... I know. They might actually be the same exact dang person. <laughs> Destiny helper. LOL. But um, yeah, so I was at my humble abode. Really not my humble abode. I was at UD. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I was at UD, minding my business with my friends. And I think I had mentioned once or twice that I dabble in writing. I dabble in this and I dabble in that. And one of my friends also was really interested in writing, like more like screenplays and like visual things, like movements, like yeah. movies and shows and things like that. I'm more of a like really reading pages, books, novels, fiction type of thing. But she was coming up with an idea and she really thought that it'd be cool if we collaborated on it and I was like um I'm down so she told me the gist of the plot and um this ended up being unladylike a monologue play screen play type thing that we made in 2017 I believe Yeah. yeah um so I collaborated with her on it I was the co-writer, along with someone else, and um, co-director, I think it was. That's what I'm titled as. <laughs> yeah. Um, so those two things, those are really cool. And um, it was a great, 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 great experience. Yeah. But um, what? Do you have like, to say Yeah, like, can we talk about, like, how, like, Unladylike was, like, a real, real thing. Like, yeah. a whole production. Oh, I'm like, getting there. We hired... Yeah, oh, sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. So, so she said we because she also was in on it a little bit. She... Wink. Yeah. I don't know. I think she kind of... Did you end up working on, on something, like, around the same time? So, you kind of got pulled away. Or yeah. I don't really know what happened. I feel so long ago. But she was helped with casting a little bit so that was great but yeah y'all y'all hear all this word these words casting directing like it really was a lot so basically on ladylike was is um a monologue by one girl a black girl and she kind of has three different identities and she just addresses the people with these identities one was um kind of like the mammy and I, I hate that but i think that's actually what it basically was like she was dressed kind of as Aunt jemima mm-hmm. talking about um her experience more with race and being a black woman and it was set more in a later time period hence like the Aunt jemima get up um then we have oh before that actually i think was the little girl so it was like um the black girl talking about age and just talking to her father mm. and just the I don't know, like the issues between like children and uh, parents, like I guess specifically a daughter and their father, a black daughter and their black father, like that was that thing. Then the Aunt Jemima thing was a black woman just talking to, I guess, white people or all people can get this work. Sick. No. Um, (laughs) Can get this work. Yeah, you can get this work. Um, And then the last one, the one that I really (laughs) laid my pen down on (laughs) was 
of course, the Jezebel sign off. <laughs> but basically, it was the like sexuality portion, like her being a woman and being sexy and curvaceous and beautiful, and men thinking they are owed something from that. Um, no, sir. I came into this world alone, and I'm gonna leave alone. You don't like you're not owed anything. Well, let me not, let me not start preaching. Mm-hmm. Anyways, lol, Georgette's face right now. <laughs> She's disgusting. So disgusting. <laughs> and y'all ain't even do nothing yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lie. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's what the play was about. It was, I believe, around ten minutes. It was really, it was really great. Like it was really, really great. So when it came to like getting things done. We had little teams. We had like the fashion department, and we had a friend who was a fashion major. Was a fashion major. I'm um, kind of help as far as the costumes, because obviously it's a visual play. That's important. Um, we had um different teams helping out with casting. We made a whole freaking what's that thing called? Backstage. Backstage. I remember looking through all these black girl <laughs> like profiles trying to find our perfect girl. Yeah. Georgette looked. Our friend looked. It was a lot of looking. I remember we got a girl. Oh my gosh. Ew, I don't even want to talk about this. We got a girl. Um, I think our, my friend like that I've collaborated with on, she met her and I think she like auditioned in person. She was casted. We had everything like written out, like payment plans and things because we were not playing no games. Like we, we were paying these people, like the actor, not anybody else. <laughs> I ain't get a check. Y'all ain't getting a check. <laughs> but um yeah, then she talked to her agent and realized that this 20-something-year-old woman is trying to go on Disney, and she felt like the risque portions of the play were not Disney-worthy, so she dropped. She left us, like, very close to when we were supposed to start filming, so that was great. We love show business, yeah. but um, yeah, so then we had to go back to square one, redo all that casting, and we found the perfect person who I think God really wanted yeah. to be in it, because she's so cute and... I'm pretty sure she's still doing her acting thing. I follow her on Instagram. Very cute. Very spot on. Acting was a 10. Like, she made directing very, very easy because she took up, like, she if something wasn't exactly how he wanted it, she took direction really, really well. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. Because I'm bossy. (laughs) Um, So, we had all the teams. We had the cast. Um, actually, there were actually two supporting people. Shout out to my brother and Georgia's brother. <laughs> um, so we had all of that. We had the like film and photography people, like who was actually gonna like be filming the play. And I wore my little director's hat, and we did the dang thing. We found a school because we needed like a stage so it could yeah. actually look like a play setting. So we found a school nearby, and we got in contact with them, and were able to let. They were able to like let us, yeah, let them let us rent the space and go there. That was a long day. I'm pretty sure it was an early morning and a late night. Was it one day or was it two two days? It was two days, two very long days. Um, Yeah, so we really made a whole dang play. Like, I don't know. I want to like talk specifically about me writing though. Like, um, I think I wrote a little bit on all three, but mostly the like Jezebel like sexy type of one and I remember my friend was kind of stuck and I was stuck and I just kind of like looked (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I did that I tapped into my inner Jezebel (laughs) and I don't know I just came up with words and thoughts and my friend freaking loved it and it fit well with what we had already had 
And that was, I remember feeling like so accomplished. Like I was like, wow. Cause it's one thing to like write for yourself and you're like, oh, this is super hot fire. But like <laughs> you have somebody else's whole idea and plan and you have your own, own idea and plan, even if it's like about the same thing. And for them to come together and mesh and someone to like, like it and give yeah. you that validation like yeah that was good like i want to add this we're gonna add this like that's really really cool so it was a great experience unladylike search that somewhere and watch it <laughs> so you can learn some yes, things yes dive into the black woman's experience yeah literally that's what it was so it was really great i loved it me too oh yeah and <laughs> <laughs> speaking of validation a certain university may or may not have you know may or may not have they did period what period. did they do what did they do what did they do <laughs> they blessed us with a little award <laughs> yeah it was actually a monetary award naffy got a check actually i definitely lied about five minutes ago saying i didn't get a check naffy got a check y'all i got a check because we entered it into like a bunch of different contests and they did well i'm pretty sure in like others but a certain university, they gave me a check. Hit. <laughs> I'm not going to say so, Georgette. I'm going to say Georgette. So, <laughs> what advice do you have for the musically inclined people since you have so much experience mm, okay. and inclinations of musicality? And I'm a creative. Um... She lives, y'all. <laughs> Stop. Y'all gonna deal with it. It's no, okay. we really not. Next time when I'm on this by myself, don't ask no questions. I'm gonna get the mic myself. It's like, I'm not doing this by myself. Okay. So, my advice for you musically inclined people. Mm -hmm. All right. So, overall, when you're making your art, sometimes you're not gonna get the amount of support or validation that you might think you need mm -hmm. or that you might think you deserve. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. In that case, when things like that happen, you first have to tell yourself that, yes, it is okay that this didn't happen. You should probably, re if it's your friends who are not supporting you, you should like probably... Like friends, friends. Friends, friends. You should probably reevaluate mm -hmm. that. Like, Friendship. Like, not to say, like, you and my friends should be listening to this podcast, but where you at, though? Yeah, not even one. We on episode freaking four, five, ten? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but you should reevaluate that. But to be honest, you have to tell yourself that, one, you got to keep going. Because at the end of the day, if depending on how far or how deep you want to get into it, there's going to be people who are like who are loud and proud about not liking your stuff. Hmm. So it's like it's like one thing to not have validation or support, yes, but there's going to be people who are loud and proud about it. So I think you should get yourself in a mode in a mode now where you're confident in what you put out no matter what it's the no matter what validation it gets or it doesn't get or no matter what support it gets or it doesn't get. Yeah. Yes, it can be hard to not get that support, but I think all in all, it's the, you have to get used to it now so that you can prepare yourself for where you're going to be later, depending on how deep you want to get into it. Secondly, that brings me into my next thing. Believe in yourself, baby. <laughs> you got this. Like, first of all, put the best product out there that you can in the first place. Definitely do your due diligence, do your research, do your work in order to like build up that confidence and so that you know that once it, this comes out oh this is great or like this is something that the world should hear and this is what i want to put out do that 
And then I think that also builds up your belief in yourself and it builds up your like, I'm going to use a big word here, self-efficacy. Yeah. You trust yourself that you can do this and that you got this. Um, okay. I rolled my eyes so hard, yo. <laughs> it's okay. I'm educated too sometimes. Okay. So another thing, especially for artists like me living in a small, small, small state. Bumble. No. Y'all can finish the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Collab with local artists and producers. And I know that might be tough because of things that are going on, but technology has opened the door for a lot of things right now. Like, just look into how you can collab with your, your local artists in the area, your local people who do art, your local creatives that, that do things that intersect with what you do because you not only will regret you not only won't regret it because you have other minds other thoughts that are coming to make your art better but also you also have that's also another stream of support like their fan base is now coming to whatever project or things that you put in because now it's like a it's like a group effort so that's another way to get your support up um oh and that's another way to get beats features music cover art the list goes on for maybe the low and lastly i would just say do your research to find what pleases your fan base obviously you have to like put out music first to see what the response is but like just see what your fan base likes see what they respond to the most and not saying you have to cater to that all the time because we love an artist who does what they want but depending on how far you want to get in into it and how far you want to be in terms of like music overall or in terms of your art overall you just have to make sure that you're pleasing the people who you're trying to please especially if you're in a small area and as for the as for feedback on art like ask trusted people that you know like people who have done this before people who continue to do this ask your friends your true friends who you feel like will give you unbiased honest advice not just because they're your friend just i tell people all the time be harsh with me ask like Act like you heard this on the radio and this was just anybody's song. Don't act like it's Georgette's song. Act like it was anybody's song. And just as you heard it on the radio, just be like, ah, that's not that good or that's trash. trash." Or like, you should have done that there. Tell me that. That's what I want to know. That would help me in the next song. So, Hmm, Can you imagine coming to say that Georgette is trash? You know, people, people have... There's been definitely situations where I've heard some things and it's helped me. I think overall it's helped me as an artist decide like what, where I want to go with things, how I want to put things out and just how I want to be a bad bitty. Okay. Okay. She's making a face, but it's the truth. Nafi, so. Hmm. <laughs> you thought long about that one, huh? So Nafi. Is there any advice that you have for people who want to do art, who want to write? And I'm not even going to do it this time to y'all. Who just want to be a writer? Do you have any advice? I do have some advice. It was bad. Um, firstly, I would say be comfortable leaving your comfort zone. Ooh. Like I said, I was more into writing like fiction, like novels and stuff like that. And I feel like although I do like write envisioning things like visually like as if someone's really acting it out is way different like actually writing so that someone is speaking all the time like constant dialogue um and having to have things set up in a way to where 
like when you write it down it's able to like be visually seen as well um so that was different for me definitely but i got out of my comfort zone and i worked on this with this girl and i'm really glad that i did it made me realize a lot of things and learn a lot of things like editing going through that editing process was very interesting but it was like all very like helpful in the long run if you ever like if i ever want to like do something like that again so I definitely would say get out of your comfort zone. Um, a small start is a start. Yeah, that is that's so cute it is. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, that's definitely something I needed to tell myself and still do tell myself as far as like me being a serial story starter and never finishing. Um, so a start is a start and it's always something that you can come back to and add on to. Like there, there's no rush really. Like you have all the time in the world as far as like putting your all into it like there's no rush but at the same time don't just not do anything so a start is a start but let it be a start there needs to be an end okay um another piece of advice i have is to get over fears of disapproval slash rejection um regarding your writing like i was saying with my friend um it was kind of like something vulnerable to like put myself out there like put my ideas especially on a topic like that and like give it to her and give it to other people and give it to this girl to like say for tons of people to like view one day um but i feel like i'm better for it so definitely get over your fears get over like fear of disapproval or rejection um everybody everything isn't for everybody like there's always going to be something that you don't like or there's always going to be something that's like great to one person that someone else hates like every like people feel like drake is like one of the best artists or whatever like there are people who hate drake and you can't say they're wrong if they don't like his like his art or his music like it's something that you like would like have to feel and connect to like you can't say you're wrong for liking it or not liking it so it's just something you have to get over as long as someone has like what's the word like an like a reaction to what you put i feel like that's good enough could you imagine just saying i don't care uh-uh you better hate myself say not but um i would also say write what you know or like write it in a way that you know like i'm not necessarily saying just stay confined to one topic but i mean obviously it is easier to write about things that you know and then if you are writing about something that you don't know obviously do research and then keep your same writing style because i feel like you'll be better for it it'll like convey come out better and just like be better just be better you know um <laughs> lastly story short, be, better. be better Ooh, that sounds like a command for a couple people anyways anyways <laughs> i take shots all day y'all <laughs> if you think it's about you it's about you period um lastly backstage is lit that's where we found the flaker and the real one <laughs> And just, like, seeing, like, all these people put themselves out there in this way. Like, people are getting to the bag, y'all, one way or another, as extras, as something, as one, like, literally. So, the website is cool. If you're trying to be an actor or an actoress, I think. Yeah, I feel like they have a lot of, like, just artistic things in general. So, if you're trying to be a singer, or you do sing, and you're trying to get booked and be booked and busy, get into the bag, get on backstage, put yourself out there. Because there are definitely people who, like, search for you <laughs> we want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast and this episode we thank you if you love this podcast please feel free to share it with your friends thank you so much and have a great day